You're listening to Happiness Abound, episode 482. Do you want to end the cycle of feeling frustration, shame, stress, and guilt? You know what I'm talking about. The cycle of beating yourself up for not being the perfect mom, spouse, or entrepreneur. Do you crave deeper connections with your spouse, your kids, and, dare I say it, yourself? If only you could control the ever-growing to-do list and other priorities running through your mind at all times. Do you wish you had more balance between your life and business? What if you could fall asleep, feeling at peace, and knowing your best was good enough? If those sound like things you want in your life, send me an email at taylor at happinessabound.com. I'd be honored to be able to help you achieve your dream life. Welcome to Happiness Abound, a podcast dedicated and designed to help those seeking happiness in their lives. Here we'll talk about happiness as gained through habit formation, being inspired by the stories of others, and looking for opportunities of growth and learning. I'm Taylor Proctor. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, Happiness Abounder, and welcome back. So as we continue our discussion all about the rubber band effect on your happiness, I want to lean into something that I brought up slightly yesterday, which was when you're on that ladder and things are getting stretched, taunt, and starting to feel uncomfortable, we often make decisions about our best self, our best life, and our self-help journey based on how we think other people will feel. And here's what I mean by that. Several years ago, and if you're a longtime listener of the show, you've probably heard this story before, but several years ago, I attended a conference, and it was really my first dive into self-help. I had read a whole bunch of books. I had learned a lot of things, but I wasn't really taking solid action. So the first step to true action was attending this conference, and then the second step was starting to do something that felt a little woo-woo and a little out there like declarations and vision boards and things that I train on now. (laughs) But at the time, that was scary and new and uncomfortable. So in this conference, the teacher said one of the reasons that something won't work, that this self-help technique won't work, meaning declarations I think it was at the time, or vision boards, This technique won't work if you are worried about how other people will feel. And that was interesting to me because when they said that, when he said that in the conference, I was like, I don't care what other people think. That's not a big deal, whatever. And I brushed that off. So it didn't feel applicable to me at the time. So a couple of weeks later, I'm in the car with my husband and I'm talking with him about this stuff that I'm doing. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to start doing declarations and I'm going to put a vision board up on the wall. And I really think that this is a good direction. I feel like I'm on the cusp of something life changing, which I was right, which was awesome. And he goes, okay. And, And I was like, well, I mean, are you really okay with it? And we had this conversation, and I'm totally paraphrasing because it was years ago at this point, but we had this conversation 
in which I proceeded to try and figure out how he felt about my self-help. And then finally, without even realizing it or knowing it, I said, well, I'm just worried about how this is going to make you feel. And it was like, ding, 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 light bulb moment. My brain went, wait a minute, did I just say that? That's one of the reasons why this stuff doesn't work is that I'm too worried about what other people feel, how they're going to feel about this. And my husband being awesome, if you're a listener of the show, you know he's fantastic, was like, that's my own problem. (laughs) And he's like, I feel great about it. And if I didn't feel good about it, that'd be on me, not on you. It's your journey. Do what you need to do to be happier, which was really cool. And it allowed me to realize that I didn't have to worry about how he felt. And I, even if he felt poorly about it, I really didn't have to worry about how he felt. And I shouldn't make my decisions based on how I think or I'm afraid he will feel about things. The fear of what others will think, specifically what others will feel in regards to your self-help journey, is one of the reasons we come back down that ladder. We look at our person that we're in that relationship with who's on the ground floor or even a little bit lower on the ladder and we look back and we go, I don't want them to feel bad about themselves. I don't want them to see me be successful and feel bad about it. I don't want them to feel like I'm leaving them behind. I don't want them to feel like they're not worthy. Or they're not good enough. So I'm, I'm going to pull myself back so that they don't feel bad. Now when I say it like that, it seems so interesting that like, well, no, you shouldn't hold back because someone else has insecurities. You shouldn't hold back because you don't want them to feel bad. You're not in charge of their emotions. But those are the conscious or the subconscious thoughts that we have when it comes to self-help. And here's why. One, we are now on that point where it is taunt between the rubber band, right? It is uncomfortable. So your brain is like, well, this is uncomfortable. We need to go back down and you've kind of committed to this. So maybe we can lean on somebody else's feelings to make this decision. So out of your own discomfort, you try to resolve that discomfort by coming back down and using that other person as an excuse. That's what I was trying to do with my husband. I didn't know it at the time. Subconsciously, that's what I was trying to do. Like, see how he really felt about it because if he felt poorly, I would back down. And then I wouldn't have to step into the discomfort that is self-help and changing your life for the better. It's so much easier to be angry and resentful. Just not happier and fun. Easier, not Not great in any other way. So that discomfort, that hard work, you want to pass it off to somebody else. And I didn't do it because I didn't want to make them feel bad. Seems like a pretty valid human selfless excuse, doesn't it? But the thing is, it's that. It's an excuse. You're not in charge of, you cannot control how other people feel. Can't even control how other people think. So when you use that as an excuse, it's an out for you, first and foremost. Second off, if it is valid that you are worried about how this person feels, again, that's still not anything you can control. And if you are making your life decisions based off how someone else is going to feel about that life decision, you're not really living your life. 
I'm going to say that again. If you're making your life decisions and choices based off of how someone else or how you perceive someone else is going to feel, you are not living your life. You're living a life based off of how you think those people or that person is going to feel about the actions you take. That's a lot of extra thinking. And I believe that in your, in your heart, you know something is calling to you to make those steps to be happier. That's why you're listening to this show, this episode. That's why you follow certain people on social media that bring light into your life. There are ideas that come to you that go, that could help me be a little bit happier. I should work at that. And then when it gets a little uncomfortable up on that ladder, you're like, oh, but so-and-so's going to feel bad about this. And I had this a lot. Like if I, oh, I had a fear that if I achieved monetary success, how would I make other people feel? How would I make my family feel if I made more money than them? How would I make my friends feel if I had a bigger house? I'm not going to say nicer, but a bigger house. I'm not saying I do. That's the all thoughts that I had, right? How would, I, how would it make others feel if I drove a nice car? How would I make others feel if I overcame a lot of crazy things that people didn't think I deserved to overcome? There is some crazy stuff going on in my brain around the fear of how other people will feel. But once you have an awareness of that, you can dive in and go, why am I making this choice? Is it fear for myself and I know in my heart and my soul that this is the right path? Or is it fear for how I worry about other people are going to feel? And in which case, why am I so worried about that? Because I can't control that and it's my life and I hypothetically only have one, right? Depending on your views of the afterlife, depending on that, you may only have one. And quite frankly, this is your shot right here, right now, today. So why are you caring and making decisions about your own happiness based on how other people might feel? When I go back to the start of this episode and the story of where I felt like if I took action on these things like vision boards, like declaration statements, specifically declaration statements, my favorite, I felt in my heart that I was on the cusp of something that would change my life. I felt it. I even said it out loud. And I still had this fear of how my spouse would feel if I took those steps. I was worried he'd feel left behind. I would worried he'd feel left out. I was worried he'd feel I was crazy. Right? There was a lot going on there. But when it came down to it, I was lucky enough to have someone there on my side that's like, no, that's my problem. But I want you to look at it for yourself and see if you're letting the fear of how others people would feel hold you back. So I'm going to leave you with that today. I hope you have a wonderful day. Let me know how you like this episode. And above everything else, remember, you are capable of happiness abound.